I'll always remember selling my first baby shower gift, created in an upturned umbrella and delivered at a hotel. As I turned around to leave the room, I saw the customer place the gift on a pedestal on the main table. I was elated, and so was the mom-to-be. Seeing the joyful look on that mom's face told me that the special gift that I created was one I needed to sell every day, so every mom-to-be would experience the same happiness. <laughs> Baby gifts are one of the gifts that we're going to discuss, so let's get started. Welcome to the Get Basket Business Podcast, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and yes, the challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your author and chief basketologist at giftbasketbusiness.com. Well, today we're talking about the five gift basket themes that sell every day. The key to selling them every day is consistent marketing. People who are ready and willing to buy from you will only do so if they remember you exist. You are in charge of how you jog their memory. Now, whether you advertise on a billboard or place an ad on television, or you speak face-to-face -to, -face to potential customers, the channels you decide to use for your message have to be effective enough to make your phone ring or have your buyers visit your website. And nothing occurs without marketing, and we certainly will be talking about marketing in the future. So I just wanted to give you a little tip on what you need to do to keep these five themes selling every day. But for now, let's review those five things. First, we will handle, or really, we're not gonna handle anything. First, we're gonna talk about the five themes for beginners, and then we're gonna follow it up by the with the five options for designers who have been in business for at least five years. So for the beginners, and you probably have an idea of the themes I'm going to share with you, but again, talking about a memory jog, <laughs> as designers, we also need that kind of jog. The first type of gift basket is the birthday basket. If you are in a community that has more than 366 people in the area, <laughs> you've got a birthday happening every day in that area. And that's why the birthday basket is a constant seller. There is not one gift basket designer that doesn't have a birthday theme. So whether you make your gift baskets for males or females, and the female gift basket is probably the most popular one, you need to have those stable and general products on hand to make those birthday baskets. The difference in the gift baskets that you're going to make are going to be with the colors and the enhancements. And so you're going to have those kinds of items ready, whether it's going to be a black and white theme or maybe an orange and green theme. That's going to differ differentiate the types of birthday baskets that you create. You might be making children's baskets as well, but it's wise to start with the adult baskets. And then if you get consistently get questions about children's birthday baskets, then that might be something that you add on. The second theme is the thank you basket. The thank you gift basket is given between friends, between neighbors, and it's also a corporate favorite. So if you have friends 
Uh, of course you have friends. <laughs> if you have connections to corporations, and we'll be talking about corporations in the months to come, your thank you baskets can be welcome in the corporate setting because they, they meaning corporations, are always looking to increase their productivity or uh, show appreciation in other ways to their employees and to others who help the companies as well. The third basket is the welcome basket. <clears throat> Excuse me for that, the welcome basket. And that is the basket that is primarily to welcome a person to their new home or condo. So the welcome basket is given by a realtor, a property management firm, anyone like that who has to do with the types of properties that people are relocating to or have been in for quite a while. You want to also contact the planning department at your local city hall to learn about new homes and apartments that are being built. And you also want to know through that planning department about companies that are coming to town. You don't want to ride through your town, your city, your local area, and all of a sudden see structures going up and wonder to yourself, hmm, what's going on there? Your local planning department will give you all the information on what's happening because you are a resident and you des deserve to know what's happening in your town. The planning department then will have contact names and phone numbers because they have to have them. And they will normally give you that information because it is the part of the freedom of being in your town to know who is in charge of those new buildings. And from there, you can connect with those individuals so that you can market your gifts and baskets directly to them. The fourth basket is the new baby basket. And new is a misnomer. Yes, all babies are new. <laughs> so we're talking about baby gift baskets, just like I had mentioned to you at the very beginning. Baby gift baskets are not only given when the baby is born, but also as the shower gift, as I had mentioned. And baby gift baskets are given between friends. They're also something that's popular in the hospital gift shop. Birthing centers are very popular for congratulating parents for their new child. So between shower gifts and the birth of the baby, this is why the baby gift basket is popular for every day. And you know, without being in a birthing center or a hospital, that babies are born every day. And the last basket to mention, after we've talked now about babies, are the sympathy baskets. The sympathy baskets, just like the baby baskets, are given between friends and family, directly between them. Um, and you might also have a relationship with a funeral home. So keep that in mind as well. We have, we, meaning my area, certainly has uh, several funeral homes. And when I needed to use one, I spoke with, yes, uh, I was using a funeral home, but I also wondered about the kinds of gifts that they provided to their customers to uh, provide comfort. So I had a conversation with one of the funeral managers, and I learned a bit about how they give gifts and when they give gifts. So you might do the same in your area. 
And those are the five types of gift baskets that do sell every day. And you can hear why they sell every day. You might offer them, but again, you need to market what you have to offer. So you don't always see um, another company that happens to make fruit baskets or other types of gift baskets being sent to the company, to the companies and the individuals whom you could have provided with that service. So we have the birthday basket, the thank you basket, the welcome basket, which is also a new home basket, the baby basket, and the sympathy basket. Now let's move on to you, the seasoned designer who has been in business about five years or more. It could be three years as well. Expert, just as an average, I'm saying that an expert person who's been in the field for a while has been there for at least five years. But you know inherently how much you have learned about your customers so that if you're at the three-year mark and you do feel that you are at the expert status, then fine, stay right there and this is for you. (laughs) But meanwhile, the average is five years. Would you, at this point in your business, you know what sells every day. What is concerning to you is which industries buy on a consistent basis. So while you are making the birthday baskets, thank you. Maybe you have a couple of real estate or really, really realtor uh, individuals as part of your customers. There are also other industries that you may not have pursued for consistent sales. One is event planners. And I, the five that I'm going to mention here are companies that I've not only worked with, but the designers that I help help and consult with each week, they also work with these companies. So I'm not mentioning anybody who is kind of like pie in the sky. Oh, maybe this will work. No, it really does work. These companies, these industries really do make gift baskets. Let's get back to the event planners. If you have any hotels or conference centers or any kind of center where small and large companies get together for meetings, retreats, conferences, then event planners ought to be on your list. They may not buy every day, and this is kind of a switch up from every day because you know what sells every day as an expert. These are the companies that buy when the occasion happens, but they're going to buy in quantity. They're buying hundreds of gift baskets at a time. Sometimes they're buying dozens at a time, but a lot of times they're buying hundreds because of the event, in this case, the event that they are putting together. If you have any kind of event, that uh, event place, location that is happening in your area within a 30 mile radius, I'll say, then event planners ought to be on your list. What about referral business? And referral business comes from so many different industries, from the insurance industry to banking to the service providers that provide you with service. That's why they're called service providers. Those who are in business who need referrals to continue to grow the services that they represent. Pharmaceutical companies, I was going to call them big pharma, like other people call them, but every pharmaceutical company is big. In fact, I learned several years ago, uh, it was uh, several years ago I've learned that the pharmaceutical firms use about 35% of their sales 
for marketing. That is a huge number, more than most industries use for marketing. But you can see that they, and recognize that they use so much money for marketing because of the, just the advertisements that you see on television, if you do watch television. So pharmaceutical firms for thank yous, for they don't really need referrals, but as appreciation gifts or anything else they're doing with their employees or with their customers, they're not giving out medicine as thank you gifts. <laughs> no, they are giving out gifts and that's where you come in. So if you have any types of pharmaceutical firms or firms that work with pharmaceutical firms, that can be your industry target as well. In the area that I'm in, Johnson & Johnson, Merck, oh goodness, I can't even mention, I can't even recall all the names, but there are a lot of pharmaceutical firms in my area and I've worked with several of them. And hopefully that's one in your area. If it's not, it's okay because you have other industries to pursue, such as the fourth one, which is going to be, and that is the fourth one, yes, telecommunications firms. Getting back to television and radio and other forms of communication, you know how these firms are aggressively pursuing accounts. And they're not just pursuing individuals like you and me, but they're pursuing the larger companies that have large and small staff. And those companies do send out appreciation gifts. And I've worked with several designers, actually many designers, who have worked with telecommunications companies. And when I say that, I'm talking about the Verizons, the AT&Ts, those kinds of companies, even the ones that are on the second tier those are very huge to pursue. And the fifth one is broadcast media. If there is a television station or radio station in your area or some type of broadcaster, that industry orders gifts and baskets for public relations agencies to send to those agencies, to send to, indus to industry executives, and they send them to others who have the power to keep viewers watching. And I know this very intimately because I have appeared on the Food Network, on CNBC, on local channels in New York and New Jersey, and they absolutely order gift baskets. And they order gifts too. We can't, all, we can't overlook the gifts that come in the different types of containers that we create as well. Let me give you experts one bonus outside of what I just shared, and that is the airline industry. Now, when you think of airlines, of course, you're thinking of the big ones, the uh, Southwest and JetBlue, but there are charter companies that are private planes that shuttle individuals, corporations, uh, and their families to different places because a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, but a percentage of travelers do not want to go through the hassle of being at an airport, standing online, security. Oh, if you've been traveling at any time of your life, you know what a hassle it can be. You just want to get from point A to point B. Well, those who charter planes, which can be a part of the airlines, but a smaller subset of the airlines, they also have gifts and baskets that they give to charter plane 
travelers. And a lot of those travelers have timeshares. Well, they're not called timeshares, really, but they own um, or rent a piece of the plane so that they can have a plane accessible to them. So they may not own the plane, but they own time on the plane. And those types of individuals, when they sign the contract, they get a gift. Most times they're not getting the watches and the gift cards, but they're getting something that they can enjoy on their own or enjoy with a family. So that is the sixth bonus for those of you who have been in the gift basket industry for around five years. So for the experts, we've talked about event planners and their need for gift baskets. And we've really been talking about the industries versus individuals. We've been talking about referral business to insurance companies or veterinarians or bankers or anyone like that who you have connections with. Pharmaceutical firms are huge buyers of gift baskets because, as I mentioned, they cannot give medicine <laughs> as a thank you. Telecommunications firms, you know how aggressive they are in pursuing sales. They are big gift basket buyers. Broadcast media is another, and then we followed that up with a bonus, which is the airline industry, specifically the charter airlines, the smaller ones. And that is it for now. That is all about the five gift basket themes that sell every day, plus information for you who are seasoned designers who are looking to go beyond just the basic themes and you're looking to target industries that are very lucrative. Now be sure to tune in next week when we'll discuss the startup and continuation process. And by that I mean when you are very, when you're starting your gift basket business from scratch, square one, all of those sayings, you want to know about licensing and taxes. Well, it's not going to be the same for everyone, but I'm going to give you a good foundation for making sure that you have all of your bases covered. And for those who are in the expert area, you have all of that taken care of, but what you want to know is how to qualify for other business that you may not know exists. So join me next week for a look at that. Well, thank you so much for joining me and be sure to subscribe. I hope you subscribe to this Gift Basket Business Podcast, and I'd love to read your comments about this show, which you can share through your favorite podcast provider. This is Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.